Welcome to the How Soccer Explains Leadership Podcast, where we explore leadership principles through the lens of the beautiful game. Welcome back to How Soccer Explains Leadership. Thanks again for being a part of this show. We are now at the end of another year. We are here at the end of 2021. Uh, it'll be right around Christmas time when we're releasing this. So Merry Christmas to everyone out there. Happy Hanukkah to our Jewish friends and all the other holidays that I'm not saying. I don't have time to go through all of them, but happy whatever you're celebrating. And I really love doing what I get to do. I'm Phil Dark, your host, here with Paul Jobson, my co-host and brother. Paul, how are you doing here at the end of 2021? Man, Merry Christmas, Phil. I mean, it's been uh, a crazy, we'll get into it, we'll dive headfirst into 2021, but it's been a year of, of ups and downs coming out of COVID and diving into post-COVID world. Well, not fully post-COVID, but we're calling it post-COVID because we're on lockdown totally. But it's been it's been an amazing year and God's done a lot of things through this this year for sure. This podcast has been an amazing part of the year for me, as I, as I know it has been for you too. So thank you for allowing me to be part of this. It's been fun, but Merry Christmas and things are going great, man. How about yourself? I'm excited to to wrap up another year. It's been a year. Oh my gosh. I mean, ups and downs and everything in between. And, you know, we're going to talk about our favorite books and podcasts and movies that we engaged with over the year, but also some of the some of the highlights and lowlights that we learned from, you know? And so it's it's kind of an off-season talk. It's a year in review, whatever you want to call it. We're just here to share with you what we're learning, which really is what we're doing every week anyway, is just sharing what we're learning, and we get to share what other people are learning too. And we want to engage with you on what you're learning. So if you haven't done so already, join the Facebook group, email us, connect with us phil at how soccer explains leadership.com you can you can connect with us if you want to connect with paul just let me know and i'll connect you with him too with that paul what are some books that that you want to recommend to our folks as your favorites of 2021 well, i think what'll be interesting is that none of the books that i really dove into this year were really soccer related but they're more life and family and which may not be a surprise as we came to the end of the year and stepped away from coaching at Baylor and emphasis was on family. And it's amazing how God kind of just weaves those three things in and out of your lives and puts the books in front of you that you need. But there are three books that I was going to throw out there that were influential this year for me. One was The Way of the Warrior, Erwin McManus. There's a lot of stuff that flows through our Warrior Way program that came through that, just some of the missional stuff that we do, but really talks about what it means to be a warrior, uh, a warrior for Christ, what it means to live your live your life that way. Pretty influential. So Erwin McManus, The Way of the Warrior, Radical by David Platt, mm-hmm. just really, really challenges the way we, we do day-to-day life, in and out of life. And then Take Back Your Family from Jeff Bethke has really hit our family pretty hard this year, Taking Back Your Family, and really challenging how we do family. You know, you've heard me reference on here a couple of times, Team Jobson. That came from from him. Uh, he didn't say Team Jobson, but he meant that Team Jobson. That would have been weird hard. if he did. That, that would have been, been weird. Yeah. So, but, but you know, your family being a team. I think that does overlap with what we talk about here on this podcast a lot is, you know, you're a leader, you're a coach, you know, you're a dad, you're a mom, whatever, but your family being a team. And what does that look like? Being missional together, praying and and talking through big family decisions, which we got to do this year as a family. So those are the three, the top three books I had this year that I read through that were really 
really impactful in some major decisions in our life, but also just, just thinking differently as we head into 20 through 2021 into 22, all coming post COVID when, you know, that, that just changed a lot of our thinking to begin with. And then to come through that into these three different books really kind of set our family in a trajectory that we never thought would happen really, but pretty powerful to be quite honest. Just so you know, folks, we'll have all these books. Don't You don't feel like you have to feverishly like look them all up or write them all down. We'll have them in the show notes. You can just go to the show notes, howsoccerexplainsleadership.com. Just click on those. You'll have links to all of them, and we'll do that work for you. So just enjoy the episode and listen. I actually have I, – I didn't read as much this year as I normally do. I was talking to my son. I, did, I didn't either, actually. And it's weird. <laughs> I normally read like 50 to 60 books a year. Now, by read, I mean listen to, of course, because I don't I don't read anymore. I read every so often if the book's not on audio. Like a couple of these, I actually read the book. I was like, I didn't know what to do with it anymore. I'd be like, what did you do with these pages? You know, I couldn't swipe. I couldn't listen. It was weird. The dog likes it in the background, folks. We got a dog cheering yeah, us on. Sorry about so that. it's fantastic. We, it's all right. We just work it in. We just roll with it here on How Soccer Explains Leadership. So no in particular order. I'm not like saying these is down, counting down to one, although I should have said that. It would have had more you know, flair, but the, the, the 10 that I have here, and I'm just going to roll through them. I'm not going to give a ton of commentary on them except the last few of them. But one of them was Del Jones. He, we had him on the show at the bat, the strikeout that shamed America. Just a fun, cool book. I interviewed him right before last year. So I read it kind of after, but, but I think, I don't remember exactly when, but it was just a fun book on on some some good good stuff. He talks about it a little bit in the interview I did with him. Go back and listen to that interview too. It's a great interview. Strange but true sports stories. I read this with my son. It's a blast from the past. I read this as a kid, and my my colleague had it on his desk, and I'm like, no way. It's strange but true sports stories. So I grabbed a copy of it online and and read it to my son. It's just these fun crazy stories from. It's probably written in the early 70s, so it doesn't have any recent stuff. But it's all these crazy, fun stories from the past. Great kids book. So check that out for the kids. They just have fun reading it. Justin doesn't like reading that much, but he was eating it up. And We're going to grab that one for the Jobson household. Yes, and, like. there, and there's actually more strange but true sports stories too. If you, like the, if you like it, it's a sequel. But definitely grab it. It's a big book and fun pictures and cool stuff. for The, they'd love, the boys would love it. They'd, they'd get all over it. And then Under the Banner of Heaven, John Krakauer. It's a book actually about the Mormon church. It's fascinating because it, it's really interesting about when talking about leadership and talking about how leadership can be used for all kinds of different purposes. And so it talks about the fundamentalist wing of it and the sex and all these things of how they how – they, all happened and it's fascinating fascinating book john krakauer is not a mormon he's not a christian he wrote it as a journalist so it's fascinating fascinating book and he also wrote into thin air about the everest thing that's the same author oh, yeah. krakauer mm, okay so joel rosenberg he's written a bunch of books he's the guy who wrote the book about terrorists bombing the twin towers he wrote it before 9 11 he wrote it in like 1999 fascinating. We wrote a book called The Auschwitz Escape, and it's about Auschwitz, and it was about an, an escape from Auschwitz concentration camp. It's fascinating, too, because it, it's, it's commentary on, on history that resembles some of the thinking today. And I'm just going to leave it at that. I'm not going to get too much into that, but it's fascinating to see some of the parallels and some of the interesting things there. Great book. I, you know, as, I, as I'm going, I'm probably going cut it, to cut it short. I'm not going to do full 10. I'm going to go to the top three here. Actually, I'll do the last five. The club, <laughs> it's about the Premier League and how it came to be. 
So a fascinating book. We had, we had to have a couple soccer books. So that's that's one soccer book. It's all about, again, leadership and these different leaders of these different clubs. Super interesting. Just how the Premier League came to be, how it became to be the giant that it is. And it, it started as, you know, just a bunch of businessmen doing a bunch of stuff in the back office and it turned into what it is today. It's really, really interesting. And then the away game, that, that book is, I've talked about it before on the show. It's about the uh, Aspire team and football dreams in Qatar and they basically go to Africa and throughout Africa and bring these African kids to Qatar to give them a chance to play in Europe again really interesting to see you see some of the corruption you see the exploitation of some of these kids you see some of the ways that these kids are given chances and so there's all sides to it it's and it's really interesting because I think it's a microcosm of really how we treat people in the world how we often use people as commodities Unfortunately, we see people not as humans, but as what they can get us. And I think we do that as coaches too. Sometimes going back to what we talked about last week on the rec soccer episode, sometimes where we see people as what can they do for us? How can they help us get a win rather than this is a human being that actually has hopes, dreams, fears, issues that how can we help them to flourish? What does that look like? And I think that difference is pretty evident in this away game book. And so the last three, one is New Morning Mercies by Paul David Tripp. It's a phenomenal devotional. Every day gives you some great, great insights, biblical exposition as well. So that's one. Of, that's my favorite, by far, devotional out there. Um, he's got some good family stuff too, yeah. Paul David Tripp. He's yep. a good author. Absolutely. I actually got to interview him on Think Orphan podcast about parenting and some other issues. Recommend that episode as well. He's yeah. just a very, very wise man, and I'm very grateful I got to interview him as well. And then more than that, a good friend of mine, he was, his name is Mike Buchanan. He was actually my wife's, the director of Athletes in Action in Hawaii for my wife when she was over there working with Athletes in Action. And he's been injured multiple times and had different things in his life to, that were major, major adversity. So we talk a lot about overcoming adversity and resilience on this show. And that book is all about that. It's all about how to have the right perspective in the midst of adversity, in the midst of injuries. So check it out. And, and I'm going to get Mike on to talk about it as well, even though he was not a soccer guy. But, you know, we've, we've already established we're not just soccer here. Not so, just soccer. And the book called More Than That. And then the last one. This is one that is not a soccer book, but it's one that has been, it's, you know, it's kind of taken the world by storm in the last year or so. That's called Atomic Habits by James Clear. And atomic both being big boom, but also it's more in the sense of small, the atom, to small habits and how they can transform your life. And if you, you focus on the, the details, um, which is really important for me because I struggle with that. And so it was just really good about, you know, even like the one, one application to give you an idea is you want to make yourself be a person who works out and be like, it's part of it's just being a person who works out will get you to work out more and exercise more. So what is that small habit? Well, do one push up. If you're struggling to get out to go for a walk or go do bigger exercise, just do one push up in a day because then you kept your streak going and you're a person who works out. So tomorrow you can keep going and you're not like, oh, well, I didn't do it yesterday. How many times have you done that, Paul? Or it's like, well, I didn't do it yesterday. So I don't, well, what's another day? And then what's yeah. another day? And then what's another totally. day? Totally. You know? Yeah, it becomes a, the habit you don't want. You know, yeah. th th those things become the habits. You're not doing something becomes a habit. I, I don't think it was the same book, but there's another book that talks about, hey, if you've, 
you know, your, your goal is to, to get up and to work out or get up and do whatever. Sometimes the hardest thing to do is just put your feet on the ground. So make your goal to get your feet on the ground. And once mm-hmm. your feet on the ground, then you can get moving, you know? So I had to go through that at a point in my life. Where I'm like, okay, I just got to put my feet on the ground. I got to get out of bed, just put my feet on the ground and go. So I've not read Atomic Habits, I don't think, but I've heard a lot about that book. So that it's- will be on my list. Yeah, it's a good one. It's a good one. And it's a quick read. I listen to it, of course. It's it's a quick listen. I think it's like six or seven hours, which probably translates into a 200, 250 page book. But it's good. It's solid. All right. So back to you on podcasts or other media that you have to to share with our with our folks. So my favorite podcast of the year was How Soccer Explains Leadership. Yes. I mean, that's because yes. people, I mean, while I am the co-host, I actually listen more than anything else because I, I get to come in every couple of weeks and join you and I kind of ride the ride the wave a little bit. But this is just a, a tremendous podcast. And I know itself it sounds like I'm promoting ourselves, but I am. Uh, that was not planned. Of, I did not, not planned. Not planned. I knew I knew nothing yeah. about that. There's no script here. So as they should know by now, if they listen to this show, there's no script. <laughs> exactly. Um, but yeah, it's, it's a great podcast and there's some great uh, people that most of the people you don't know, right? They're not these huge famous people. And I think for me, it's more relatable. You know, who, you, know you, you could have these amazing people that are extremely famous pontificating about their successes and failures and whatever. Those are great. And, and I, we read those books, we listen to those podcasts, but it's the people that are just your everyday people like we are that, you know, I think tell the, the greatest stories because you feel like you're walking side by side with these people. Mm-hmm. They're relatable. So that's my number one podcast of the year. I talked a little bit about Jeff Bethke earlier. He does some intentional, he has a podcast called Intentional Family, Intentional Parenting. One of those is with John Tyson. The other mm-hmm. one is with, uh, who's the other one with? I can't, off the top of my head, I can't remember, but Intentional Family, Intentional Parenting. It's really, really good stuff. Bethke just does a great job of diving deep into the family and parenting and prioritizing those things. A friend of mine, Glenn Robinson, I think I've mentioned it on one of these podcasts before. He does a podcast called Chasing What Matters with mm-hmm. his son. They interview some what could be considered influential people that that are shaping what they're doing through their faith and, and leading powerful companies or big companies or small companies, but how they use their faith to to guide their leadership. Some, some amazing leaders. It's called Chasing What Matters. It's a, it's a great podcast that I would highly recommend. Glenn was a CEO of a local hospital here for a long time, great leader in our community. Um, so I'd recommend that. And then, of course, anything John Maxwell, his leadership podcast. Uh, I've come in and out of that podcast through the year where I'll catch different interviews that John Maxwell does and, and just topics that he talks about that he's just captivating. He's, he's extremely wise. It's kind of one of my my words for the year was wisdom. You know, how do we seek wisdom? And Glenn Robinson, you know, I talked to him the other day, does Chasing What Matters. I was like, hey, we're going to talk a lot because I just need wisdom right now. And he's a very wise man. I'd say the yeah. same about John Maxwell. You know, anytime you can lock into folks that have done things that, that you're wanting to do and done it the right way, seeking wisdom. So that's kind of what I've gone through in these, these podcasts is kind of trying to find some wisdom on uh, some of these folks uh, like like Beth Key and Glenn Robinson and John Maxwell have been key for me this year as we've navigated. And that's even, you know, hardcore into being a, a college soccer coach. These are people that influence me as a coach to, to lead teams and to lead people and to yeah. lead family. Definitely. Beth Key also has one with John Mark Comer. 
I don't think it's that's one the, one. It's John that Mar- the one. It's John Mark. John Mark is the one. Yep. Yeah. And yep. He's great. I, I, I he's great. He's great. Well. And we'll have that, yep. all those links to all those again. We'll all find them to make sure that you can, you can, I, I talk about, we like, we'll find them. I, I, I did the production too. So that's why we haven't like talked about the production team. If we did the credits at the end of the episode, it would be really short. It would be, we have Paul Jobson and, and, and Phil Dark on content and, dark on production but that's you know honestly I, I love doing it because it allows me to listen to the stuff again and like you said to be able to engage these amazing people that we've been able to get on who you also said it most of them are people we don't know even the even the big names are people that aren't like household names you know they're they're folks that are that have done some pretty cool amazing things but people like you and me and we're going through struggles and we have hopes and dreams and fears and, and even dirty little secret the most famous people they have all those things too. And they're just normal people who lose the remote and the couch. As I tell my kids, the president of the United States loses the remote and the couch too. So that's, that's the reality. And we also used to say, puts their pants on one leg at a time as well. But my kids tried to do it with two legs at a time and I think hurt themselves. So I, I stopped saying that one. So well, the, uh, other, the other secret is out, Phil, that I do absolutely nothing on this podcast except come on every couple of weeks. Uh, so the secret's out. Yes. Phil does it all guys. Phil does it all. You do more than that. You get, you get people on and you help with a lot of other things and a lot of behind the scenes stuff, but you give yourself more credit. But yeah, so I'd say that the, the podcast, that one that you talked about, Beth, and, and John Mark Homer was solid. And Ed, Corey Close talked about that as well. She listens to that too. The Rise and Fall of Mars Hill was a fascinating podcast mm. about leadership and narcissism and personality styles and how they can take down the biggest and brightest and most influential organizations. No one is bigger than, you know, no personality can just push through stuff. If you have a wake of destruction behind you long enough, it will catch up to you. And I think that that's what that podcast spoke to me more than anything. You know, it, it could have, different people had different thoughts on it, people who knew it and were close to it, whatever. But I think it's a lesson for us regardless of understanding and knowing and caring about people and understanding your people well goes, is, is critical. I don't care who you are. So that, that podcast was fascinating to to watch and listen through same movies that i watched it's the one that impacted me the most this year that i've talked about more than anything this year is a movie from the early 90s which we did a off-season talk on and that's searching for bobby fisher that movie was fascinating to watch with all this stuff we talk about on the show and i Mm -hmm. think it's all in there and especially since my son likes chess, it was fun to watch that too. But fun, fun movies. But the movie Safety on Disney Plus was really good about the kid and his little brother who he housed. That was an interesting movie. And then just a fun movie that I, I enjoy watching every time is Cool Runnings. So all kind of, two of them oldie yeah. but goodies. That fun, all of them are movies you can watch with the family. And I encourage you to do so because it's, it's a good way to connect. And I encourage you to not just watch it, but talk about it afterwards too. So yeah, safety, safety was a good movie that we watched with the boys. Mm -hmm. That uh, was a great topic of conversation after a lot of questions were, came up from, from my kids with their different ages of different questions. And uh, yeah, that's a, I'd recommend that one as well. That's a really good movie. And then other leadership documentaries that I love, all the all or nothings, you've heard those recommended before on Amazon Prime. There's a great one on Netflix called F1. I forget what's like Drive for Success or Drive to Thrive or something like that. I've heard about that one. Really interesting. I'm not an F1 guy at all. I don't think I've ever watched a race unless it was unintentional. Fascinating about leadership, about team, 
about how people behind the scenes, I mean, most people see one driver and they root, you know, they cheer on the driver and that's it. But if you don't, I mean, it shows that if they screw up one lug nut on a tire, you're done. And so if it takes one second longer in the pit, you're going to lose the race. I mean, like it's fascinating to watch. Just don't watch it if your wife's trying to sleep upstairs because it's really loud. (laughs) And I made that mistake once. And I'm going to pick two TV shows that are just fun. I have a lot of other ones, but the one was the Mysterious Benedict Society. I've talked about it here already. It's interesting, especially given today's reality. It's all about this idea of the emergency that's going on Mm. and people fear the emergency and they're like, what is it? And in People are going, well, we don't really know. It's just the emergency. And I feel like that's going on in our society a lot today where people are stressed and anxious and fearing things and they don't really understand fully what they're fearing and what they're anxious about. And I think that's causing more anxiety is that they don't really know what it's about. And so it's, it feeds on itself and it actually snowballs. And I've seen that far too much in society. So that's a movie that, or a show that it's close to home but what they mm-hmm. do with it is really good. And it's Tony Hale. I always love Tony Hale. That guy's just just a great actor. But really quick, to, to round it out, the next, you know, we got about five minutes. I just want you to talk about, we both lost some loved ones this year. And we oh. both had some struggles. You've obviously had a major shift in life. How, just as you, as you reflect on 2021, what are your takeaways that you've learned that you can share with our audience? Yeah. I mean, the second half of 2021 has been pretty tough for, for our family. You know, Marcy, you know, we lost both of Marcy's parents. So we lost my mom, I lost my dad a number of years ago when I was a kid, but, you know, lost our the rest of our parents. Um, fortunate still have a, an amazing stepdad who is still around. Great, great guy, but lost, you know, three, three parents had a massive uh, shift, obviously in, in career here at the end of the year. So some mourning, right? You mourn your, you mourn, the ones that you've lost. And there's a little bit of mourning even for, even though it was my choice to move out of this career, there's some mourning uh, in that too. So some mourning here through the back half of the year. And I think through that process, you learn two things. One, God puts people in your life for certain times and, and special times. And we've also learned that not to put expectations on people I don't know how the best way to say that is people will let you down. You know, there's certain, but I think the fair way to say it is don't put expectations on, on people because God will put the right people in your life at the time when you need them. Don't just put expectations on certain people that you'd expect to be there for you. Uh, and there, I think that's been a tough, kind of a tough lesson of, you know, you think certain people are going to be there in certain times of your life and maybe they're not, but other people are, and you realize here are the people that I need during this time uh, of my, of my life. So those are some of the things that we learned through this time. And the other piece of it too is, you know, when we stepped down from, from Baylor, the outpouring of just care and compassion was amazing. It was great, but we kind of laugh in that it's, it's almost like we died, you know, the, the yeah. amount that people poured out and said, you know, we love you. You're great. You know, just the on and on and on it was great. And it was, it was humbling. It was, you know, great, but it was almost like we died. And Marcy and I came to this realization. It's like, okay, we need to make sure that while we're living, we're able to express gratitude and express mm-hmm. our appreciation of people while they're alive, because being alive and feeling that was a great feeling, but had I not made that huge transition, maybe not have heard that. So we've tried to be the last couple of weeks. That's all it's really been 
being really intentional with, with people and just express, you know, how much we appreciate them and who they are. And some of that is because of our, our job, but also because we've lost some loved ones too. Yeah. But so that's, that's mine. And I know Phil, you've, you've also lost some as well. So it's been a, it's been a tough time for, for our families, but how, how has that been for you and how have you kind of, you and your family pushed through and gotten through this together? Yeah. You know, I think you hit it on the head. The one thing I learned too is there are sides to our loved ones who we know really well that we don't really know. Mm. There's relationships yeah. that our parents have that we know very little about. And part of that is, is by choice on their part. But like my mom, I, I learned that she was this like incredible, incredible nurse who was incredibly respected. And I mean, one doctor said she trained 75% of the nurses and 100% of the doctors. <laughs> wow. And she was this rock star at the hospital. And, you know, she, every day she got out of the elevator and she's, she's just like, she, as, as it dinged on her floor, whether there are people in the thing, she didn't care. She's like, showtime. <laughs> and she walked out and people knew that all over the hospital. She was this larger than life and she trained people. And this one woman on the, the night before, two nights before she, she died, I was walking out and after I just left my mom and this woman says, oh, your mom's Barbara. Oh, I got to tell you, she was the most amazing woman. She trained me on my second day of work. And, and I'll never forget what she said. She said, aren't you so happy to be here? We get to do God's work every day. Mm. And like the impact she had on all these people that she never brought to us. She never talked about it. She never shared how like all these people said these things about her. She never talked because she was grandma. She was mom. Right. <clears throat> and she was all in with wherever she was. And that inspiration for me to see that with my mom, to see how it's, a lot of that's in me, I get. There's, you know, a lot of the the positives and negatives of my parents I get and I have and I'm I do and I, I look at it and go okay how can I maximize those things in my life how can I use that as an inspiration for me how can I encourage others with it how see her living on in other people is is incredible that the memorial the fact that we got to do that and just have this gospel presentation throughout the entire memorial was unbelievable my mom was on the front page Sunday paper headline of the Orange County Register for crying out loud because of the impact she had on lives. We had NBC reach out to us to want to do a story. We didn't do it for various reasons, but like incredible. And the, what I tell people all the time, she's the, probably the only dark that will be on the front page. It was above the fold, the one, only main headline on a Sunday paper. And she loved the Sunday paper, by the way. So it was totally poetic. Yeah. But she's the only one who, I can't imagine me or my brother or my dad will ever be on that or my kids. And she was probably the one of us who wouldn't have sought it too. Mm. At least in me and my brother and my dad. Yeah. And it's like, okay, that's, that's how God works. That's and, cool. And she was behind the scenes. So those are the things, like that's the biggest for me was just that was the biggest life event. But I've also learned too in professionally, I mean this podcast is a, is a, result of me just following the breadcrumbs that God's putting down for me. And I feel like that's what it's been, this journey I've had over the last couple of years. It's just, what's that next right step? 
and to be comfortable in that. I've, I've really, and not to worry about what other people think about it and not to worry about, you know, if it makes sense and not to worry about, okay, well, how are we going to fund this? How are we going to do? It's like, if, if God's leading me to do this next thing and, it, and it's right and it, and it will help others and it will help others flourish and make good things better, that I'm going to go follow it. And I'm going to go and see what happens and to see the amazing things that have happened. This podcast, the disc training, you and I, you know, growing deeper and closer, like going out and being able to do stuff at Baylor and Dallas Baptist and Houston and Louisiana. Like that's just following that breadcrumb, creating the coaching, the bigger game program to watch you with the warrior way. Right. I mean, there's no secret that the way of the warrior had something to do with that name. And so we follow these things. And I think we're too too often we don't do something because it doesn't make sense logically and i'm not saying go and throw caution to the wind i'm just saying we need to step out what makes sense for you in the world is to stay at baylor and keep going because it's a job that pays and you're successful and you're winning and people are doing well and the culture is great but you took a step back and go no there's other things that are my number one and we talked about that a couple weeks ago. So yeah. with all that, that's kind of my, I mean, there's so much more I could talk and talk and talk, but we're going to wrap it up today. We've already gone longer than we, we were planning on going. But any, any closing thoughts as we, as we wrap up 2021? Well, I think that our experiences and, and the things that have come through 2021 will probably lead to an amazing season or number of seasons in 2022. So I'm excited to see where God takes this. And brother, I've appreciated being alongside you on this journey and uh, appreciate you and just the the just ton of time that you put into everything that you do and you do nothing halfway. You do it to the best of your ability. And I believe it just honors God and how you do what you do. So for me to you, ton of gratitude, brother. Appreciate you and, and all that you do and how you do it and blessings on you and your family during this Christmas season. And I'm excited to step into 2022 with you and appreciate uh, your mentorship through this year. You, you've been a big, uh, big influence on me uh, and a great partner, partner in crime, so to speak this year. So appreciate you in the living. I appreciate you. Yeah. No, <laughs> I so appreciate you, and I've st- I've stated that, and I'm very grateful for you and who you are, and the the I think we're we're mentors, peers, mentees. I think we're all that to each other, and and that's what I love is is we're learning, and no doubt we're you know we're doing this, we're doing this together for a reason, and I'm very grateful for you, and I'm grateful that you know we get to share with with people and and to help people with what we're learning and going through and. That's why we talk about all these things. It's not just the good. It's there's a lot to this. So, so folks, as Paul said, 2022 is going to be a great year. I I am very excited for all that's coming down the pike. And as I said before, we're going to be launching Coaching the Bigger Game in early 22. If you're interested in that, check it out, coachingthebiggergame.com. And um, you can fill out a little form there and we'll get you some information for that. It's really for all coaches at every level. To, to take your, your coach into the next level, really. The podcast, we're going to have some great guests that we already have and uh, I've already interviewed, and then there's going to be a whole lot of others throughout these, as Paul said, few seasons of 2022. But with that, thanks again for making 2021 a great one. We couldn't do this without you, without you sharing it with your friends, whether it's on social media or word of mouth, which is ideal, by the way, and uh, connecting with us on all the different places. So folks, Thanks for being a part of this. 
take everything you're learning and help it to be, make you be a better leader, to be a better spouse, to be a better parent, and to continually remind you that soccer does explain life and leadership. Thanks a lot. Have a great rest of 2021.